Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlife. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. here and welcome to the Afterlight podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today I'm going to be flying solo in case you weren't aware of that from the uh, the title of this episode. I love doing my solo episodes. I love doing my conversations with my guests of course and sharing my live readings with you as well but I really particularly love doing my solo episodes because I find sometimes that these things happen in my life or these aha moments happen or these lessons happen and all I can think about is maybe there's a little bit of value for you within it and maybe there's going to be some thing that you can take from it from maybe something that I have done that I wish I didn't do that way or you know maybe even just experiences that I'm having through clients or whatever the case may be so I'm really hoping that there's going to be value for you in this episode. I'd recommend if you have the capacity to do so that you do grab yourself a pen or a paper so you can just write down any of those ideas that you may have, any of those things that I that I might say or that, you know, of course, spirit working through me has to share with you. Uh, Because if you're anything like me, sometimes I'll be listening to a podcast episode and I'll think, oh, man, I really need to remember to do that or really want to remember to implement that or listen to that again. And Sometimes that happens and I'll take a screenshot of that part of the episode and go back and listen to it. But sometimes those things escape me and it's not until I hear them again that I actually action them or explore them further. So yeah, just thought I'd recommend that if that feels good to you. So on the show today, I am going to tell you a little bit about what I'm up to. I do endeavor all the time whenever I'm having interviews with my guests and whenever I'm doing personal episodes as well is to have an evergreen episode. So Evergreen means that it doesn't ever expire. So there's things that aren't time sensitive within it. I'm going to be talking about a couple of things that are time sensitive for our listener. That's you at home. The date today is November 28th. I'm recording this in 2023 and everything is going to be evergreen within it. So it's not time sensitive except for a couple of things that I'm going to mention off the top. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I'm up to and what's coming up for me. I also want to talk about... um, some different ideas like I've got some ideas on really help how to help ourselves when we're spiraling which is something that if you've listened to the show you know that I work with or work through it's one of the challenges that I seem to have and I uh, am constantly working at it and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the idea of maybe having a forgiveness list I'm also going to talk talk to you a little bit about canceling ideas that aren't serving us I also want to talk with you as well about a really cool strategy that I learned to really help me feel a little bit better just about existing and uh, yeah so that's pretty much what I'm going to be go through going through with you today so if that doesn't sound exciting I don't know it does <laughs> okay first of all off the top I want to share with you that I'm going to be having an event happening on December 6th and this is alongside Candace Planch and it's called Soul Deep Discussions and I'm not sure whether or not you've heard me discuss it before but Soul Deep Discussions is essentially a 
online event. It's aimed at women. Uh, I'm working with the term right now, soul-led entrepreneurs, soul-led women. So it's like women who are really connecting to their soul and really feeling that um, they're guided to maybe do something or, or learn more or, you know, just really wanting to explore parts of themselves and become the best version of themselves, I guess. So Soul Deep Discussions essentially is a two-hour online event where Candice and I are going to be teaching and leading different subjects. So for example, we're going to be talking about your soul journey. We're going to be talking about living as a soul and a human because that's not always easy. Candice is going to share a light body activation. So clearing us and just really energizing us with love and light. We're going to be talking about clearing your energy, protecting your energy. We're going to be talking about authenticity, nurturing the ego instead of trying to, you know, kill it off. We're also going to be talking about 3D, 4D, 5D explained and a whole bunch more. So one of the things I do want to let you know is that this is a safe place for you to ask spiritual questions, for us to dive into spiritual subjects. And you don't have to have a certain level of awareness or knowledge to be invited and to be welcomed here. Really, if this is the first you've ever heard of any of those subjects, you're welcome here. If you are already across these subjects, you're welcome here. What it is, it's us, Candice and myself, facilitating these subjects, sharing a little bit about our own experience as well as resources that we have to share with you. And then it's a discussion. So it's really just, uh, it's almost like, think about it as a bunch of women sitting around having a coffee and having a chat. That's what it's going to be. And then the following day, what I'll do is I'll email through a list of resources that we covered off in the call of books, podcast episodes, quotes, all those sort of things that anybody mentioned in the call. And so you get a copy of that as well. Tickets are on sale right now on my website. We only have 10 tickets available and as of recording this, there are spaces available. The other thing I should mention to you is that I'm based in Australia, but I made the time specifically so that if you are in North America, my friends in the UK and Europe, sometimes it's a little tricky, but see what you can do if you can still make it. So it's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on December 5th, and it's going to be at 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on December 6th. But when you go on my website, you click on Soul Deep Discussions and you go to buy a ticket, it's connected to a Calendly link, so it will automatically adjust the time based on where you are. Tickets are 44 bucks. So if you want any questions answered around that, please do let me know. And this will be the last event of this kind for 2023. The other thing I want to mention before we get into today's subjects is about my program called the Enlightened Efficiency Program. This program is a year program. It starts at $77 USD per month. Just telling you the investment right now because I really sometimes find it frustrating when I hear all about what someone's doing and then at the end they're like one million dollars and you go oh cool sounds good not sure. Uh, this is a program that is really aimed at empowering and assisting solo entrepreneurs or just if you're a spiritual thinker or just even if you're just open to the subjects, but you're also a business owner or you work in a business or you want to, or you have a side hustle. So I'm passionate about productivity time management. So I have created two different courses, including one that teaches you how to use ChatGPT, which is an AI program, as well as another course, which teaches you all about 
productivity, how to avoid procrastination, how to deal with overwhelm, how to delegate different things you can automate. Um, a process that I use that I created called the Get Paid Method, which is really simple to implement and will change your life. Plus, you get access to me every single month for live group mentoring. So all the details for that enlightened efficiency program can be found on my website. And also, if you aren't interested necessarily in taking the program, what? You're already good at everything? <laughs> then there's also an opportunity to partner with me as an affiliate. So just send me a DM if you want to know more. Okay, I know you're like, girl, you've been talking for eight minutes and you haven't said a lot of anything. Well, let's get into the show. So first of all, I want to talk off the top of a big change that I've been, I want to say undergoing, but it sort of sounds, you know, a little bit, ooh, undergoing. I have decided to stop dyeing my hair. So I am 40 and I can't remember when I first dyed my hair, honestly. I think it was probably when I was in my mid-20s, early 20s, and I got it dyed for the first time and I, I sort of been dyeing it ever since. And I've been dying it because I have been gray for many, many, many years. And uh, I got to the point where, you know, you just have to keep doing it. Have to keep up with the Joneses, I suppose you could say. But I had to keep up with my roots is actually what I'm trying to get at. So uh, if you've already seen a photo of me, I'm not sure. But I have dark hair. And so when you are going gray or basically white, as I am, it's a lot of upkeep and a lot of maintenance. And... I'm really sort of hemming and hawing with the guy with the idea of going gray for a long time. My mom, she went natural at the age of 42, so the apple doesn't fall far, I realize. And I've been thinking a lot about the maintenance of it. I was thinking about the chemicals. I was thinking about, you know, the dye that I'm using. Um, I'm I was using, you know, kind of a um, a grocery store brand grocery store brand related one, so it wasn't really probably very good for the for the world and I just started to feel that it wasn't really in alignment with me and so for the last as I said it's November so since September I have started to go natural so you may notice that my videos now uh, that my hair is starting to show that decision especially in the new year I've got some episodes that I've recorded this year uh, so that'll be interesting but I just wanted to share that with you and I don't know if that's something that's on your mind as well. If you want to talk to me about it, just send me a note in the DMs. Let me know what you think about it. I, I think it's funny because it's not really that big of a deal, but I think in my mind, I kind of made it a little bit of a big deal and I made it a big deal because I thought that it would age me and I wasn't, and it probably, it may, and that's okay, but I wasn't really ready to go there. I didn't, I wasn't really uh, comfortable, I suppose, with sort of feeling older than I am, I guess. So that's probably a whole conversation really about age and being timeless and does age even matter and, you know, all that sort of things. We're not going to get into that today, but if you are interested in me elaborating on that subject or jamming on it or anything, let me know. Just send me a message, but I just thought I would share that with you because... It's something that I'm doing and I think it's cool and I'm happy with it and uh, it's taken me a while to kind of be okay with it, but I'm good now and, and I'm interested in the journey and seeing how it progresses. Okay, so I went to a concert a little while ago. I went to see Joji. He has a great song called Glimpses of Us. That's Joji, J-O-J-I. And um, I went to the show and it was really interesting because he's he's younger 
quite a bit younger than me. I don't know his age, but of a different generation, I suppose you could say. I want to say, with all due respect, like a TikTok generation. I'm not sure how you classify that, what letter. But one of the things that I really noticed in this show was that he really wanted to entertain the crowd for a long time. So his songs in general aren't super long. And then in between some of his songs, he would have a, you know, a tweet play or he would play a video game with one of his coworker, uh, co-workers, co-presenters, or he would have a hype man that was constantly trying to hype the crowd. In the middle of the show, there was a dance party, and which was awesome. And I'm just bringing this up, I suppose, because when I was just sitting in the audience and I was looking around at all of these mostly young people in their, you know, late teens and, and 20s, I just felt absolutely overcome with love for them. I felt absolutely just almost connected, but just, I just loved everybody. I just felt that, and I suppose that says a lot about maybe the the fans of his, you know, even when we went there, we could sense there was something in the air about there was acceptance. There was just like un, un kind of talked about acceptance. Everyone was just super chill. I'm talking about 8,000 people. They were relaxed. They were chill. They were comfortable in their own skin. They all were dressed in a way that they felt appropriate. There were all different types of people. It just, I felt so welcomed there and I just felt like I belonged there. And I suppose I'm bringing this up because I was just looking around and I was thinking about what well, I was feeling, how much love there is in the world and all of these beautiful souls. And then I was thinking about how we're really all just trying to do the best we can. And I think sometimes, myself included, we just are so tough on ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. We beat ourselves up for things that don't matter. We we berate ourselves, we demand perfection, we demand us to, you know, be the best we can be constantly on and pleasing others and, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses and all that kind of stuff. And, and I was just thinking about how the compassion that I felt for these people, I really just wanted to mention that I suppose, and just, are there opportunities for us to look for that compassion to find that compassion within ourselves, to give to ourselves as well. I had this really great guest, Layla Taylor. And um, if you just Google her, uh, look back through the episodes, you'll see her. And we were talking a lot about compassion. And she was sharing her story of uh, almost the dark night of the soul idea. And then really just starting to embrace the spiritual journey. And a big part of that, a big part of her story was about her dedication to being compassionate with herself and for, to herself. And I was asking her, well, how do you do that? And she said, well, you know, if she, let's say, gets mad at her kids or something like that, then she might take a moment and go, oh, well, I can see that maybe I didn't create any space for myself today. Maybe I'm hungry. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I've been doing all these things, blah, blah, blah. And, and just treat herself nicely. And I was just thinking about how it's funny how we do that for the people that we love in our lives, but we don't always do that for ourselves. And I really thought that there was a really profound message for her within that. And the other day, actually, I don't know if I have this on this, um, I don't know. Anyway, so the other day I'm doing this meditation and it's from uh, Empower, Empower You Radio, which is the Hay House app, which I love, I always talk about it, but I just think it's the best. 
And I'm doing this meditation by David Wells. And it's about elders and guides. And you basically, it's about 12 minutes and you go and you meet a guide or an elder or spirit animal or something like that. And so I go to meet my guide in this meditation and I end up meeting my future self. How cool. Let me just tell you that. It was so cool. And we just had such a beautiful conversation. And one of the things I was telling myself is I was just telling myself to be a little bit more compassionate for myself and kinder and to really invoke a lot of the ideas that Layla was telling me about which is maybe if I do something and I think to myself oh maybe I could have done that differently or better to maybe look at the story I'm telling myself and to say okay is there truth within that or maybe I did it at the level that I could have done it at at the time or maybe I the way that I I managed that particular situation was done actually correctly for my evolution, my involvement. So it's a lot about giving yourself sort of grace and, and that respect, I suppose. Stories we tell ourselves. So this is an idea, and I'm not sure if you're on my mailing list, but if you are not on my mailing list, please sign up for my mailing list. You can find it at laurengraceinspirations.com or even in the show notes here. I've got a link to my website. But my emails, I spend a lot of time on them and I spend a lot of time on them because I want them to be worth your time. I want there to be something within the email that maybe resonates with you, that provides you with maybe an answer, inspiration. There's always an oracle card within that and a cool affirmation at the end. And then there's a business sort of tip or trick or strategy or something on my mind. And then, of course, the soul message, which comes through and in an episode or in a newsletter I put out a couple weeks ago, I was talking about the concept of the stories we tell ourselves. And this is based on an interview that I heard with Marie Forleo and Brene Brown. And they were talking about the stories we tell ourselves. And it was a lot about the ego and being a good leader. And I wanted to bring this subject up with you again, because I heard about it years and years ago. And then I remember listening to that episode a few times and then I sort of forgot about it and then I refound it again about a couple months ago. And there's so much power in the idea that we are telling ourselves stories that I really felt called to speak about it again with you here. And so this is what I want to say on the subject. And then I would recommend that you go check out the episode from about six and a half, seven years ago with Brene Brown and Marie Forleo. It's an audio episode. It's not the one, if you look it up on YouTube, where they're talking in person, it's an audio one. The name of that episode is escaping me, but you'll be able to find it. There's only two, I think. So the idea is essentially that we have a situation happen in our life and we create a story around it, right? So the story that I used in my newsletter is the one I'm going to use here. So let's pretend uh, I go to the grocery store and I see a coworker and the coworker gives me a weird look and all of a sudden I start telling myself, oh, there's my coworker, coworker number one, and she clearly doesn't like me because she didn't say hi. She gave me a funny look. She must be mad at me because that email that I sent was direct. Did I ask her enough personal questions? Did I send an inappropriate 
message to her or not inappropriate, but did I say something wrong? Maybe she doesn't like the job that I did on that project. Maybe she doesn't like my clothes. Maybe she just doesn't like me at all, right? All of a sudden, I'm like spiraling about this story. This never happened to me, by the way, but I'm using this as an example because I think it's a really good one that maybe we can all relate to. And also you can liken this to other situations in your life. So I'm going, okay, so I wonder what it is. So then the next day at work, instead of going up to her and going, yo, coworker number one, why didn't you say hi to me at the grocery store? Or, hey, are we okay? Or, hey, are you mad at me? Which is comes out left to center, right? Especially for coworker number one who might not, might actually have other stuff going on in their lives. Anyway, so then I say to coworker number one, and this is what I learned from Brene Brown, is the idea where you say, hey, coworker number one, um, I'm telling myself this story that you're mad at me because when I saw you at the grocery store yesterday, you didn't say hi. And then co number, coworker number one goes, you were at the grocery store, <laughs> right? So that's the lesson. The lesson is basically that our ego creates and fabricates stories and scenarios. And very often we become one of the key components of the drama triangle, which is a whole other cruel concept. But essentially the drama triangle is like, you're the victim, you're the perpetrator, or you're the rescuer. So if there's a situation happening in your life that's dramatic or, or is about to get dramatic, your chances are you're playing one of those roles. So very often in the scenario that I just gave, we're playing like the victim role. Like, oh, woe is me. You must not like me, right? So when we can start to frame situations that are happening in our life and we can say things like, hey, coworker number one, the story I'm telling myself is X, Y, Z. Well, all of a sudden, coworker number one isn't put on the defensive. They are presented with the idea in a way where they can go, oh yeah, you are making up that story. I wasn't, I didn't even know you were at the grocery store. And you can also have an opportunity to sort of clear up the narrator, the narration, the what was me kind of tale that you're telling in your own head. So the homework on that or the idea on that for you, if you're into it, is really start to look at how often you're painting a story or telling a story in your own life. And Ask yourself whether or not what you're saying is actually true or is it an assumption? And if you're having a conflict with someone or a challenging situation with somebody, can you present your point of view across in a way that starts with something like, or, hey, coworker number one, I'm telling myself this story that you're really angry at me about the email that I sent you yesterday. What? What are you talking about? I the email you sent to me yesterday was fine or I didn't even read it. Oh, well, I just thought because I saw you at the grocery store and you didn't say hi to me that, you know, that email might have offended you. You were at the grocery store? <laughs> so please let me know what you think about this. I just think it was such a strong, profound thing that I almost want to write myself notes everywhere and say, girl, remember the story we're telling ourselves just so that I can kind of not over inflate things or make things a bigger issue or you know if I am starting to tell myself these stories I can actually almost say to myself girl is that an assumption or is that real right because that makes a big difference the next section of today's conversation I was about to say is brought to you by I'm just gonna have a sip of water
Okay, so it's brought to you, sorry, it's not brought to you by anybody. It's brought to you by me. So I was, I've talked to you about this before. I mentioned it off the top. I mentioned it in my shows. One of the things that I work through is anxiety and spiraling, being in my head a lot. So I would think that being quite connected to source, I'm a little bit sometimes up in La La Land with the fairies. And so grounding for me, working on those lower chakras is something that I need to prioritize because it allows me to really be here on the earth, but also be connected to source. So I find that often, especially because I learn a lot, I read a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts and books and things like that. I tend to overdo it on information that I can get lost in my head a little bit. So that's one of the things that I have to um, have to manage. Anyway, so one of the things that I saw the other day that I really felt like made me feel a lot better, and I just wanted to share this with you in case you could relate on any level to that idea, was that I'm reading through my Instagram and somebody wrote something like, yikes, oh well, there's always tomorrow, something like that. And I just thought that was so funny and cool. (laughs) It's funny and cool. I just thought that was so funny and helpful because sometimes it is like, oh shit, yikes, oh well, I guess there's always tomorrow. And I love that fun approach of that idea because normally what my default mechanism is not to go, oh yikes, oh well, there's always tomorrow. My default mechanism is to go, oh yikes, remember when you said that, remember when you said that, remember when you said that, remember when you did that, could have done that, should have done that, didn't do that, that wasn't very good. Remember when you did that, they probably react like that. Remember this, remember the, right? On and on and on and on and on. And then I got to bring in my mindset stuff. It's like stopping the thought. I got to do all these other things to try to assist myself. By the way, the other day I was um, working through some anxiety and I went and I washed my feet, which (laughs) might sound a little bit funny to you, but... I really found that that was helpful because it grounded me. Another thing I learned from Stuart Wilde, my main man, W-I-L-D-E, if you want to look up his work, he is amazing, was that sometimes um, when you're having anxiety or fear, you can actually take your fist and you can tap your sternum, not enough to hurt yourself, of course, because it's delicate, but kind of give it a little bit of a pom-pom like that and kind of break up a bit of that energy and, and dislodge a little of that fear. And that, that I found that was really helpful as well. However, yikes, oh well, there's always tomorrow. I just love that. So I wanted to share that with you because I thought if you can get any value from that, it's a simple idea, but if you can implement that into your life, it may really help you if you tend to be somebody like me who sometimes scares ourselves with our own thoughts. And I, I'm saying scare scare myself with my own thoughts. That's something that Louise Hay brought up because I was listening to one of her podcasts and she was talking about anxiety and fear. And one of the affirmations was something like, I no longer choose to scare myself with my own thoughts. And I never thought that I was scaring myself when I spiral about things, but you do kind of scare yourself a little bit, don't you? You kind of create this fear and this worry and you know, for me, it's just like not, doesn't feel good. It doesn't make me feel joyful and happy, which is really what I believe life is meant to be about. Joyful, ease, grace. Obviously we're learning lessons. Sometimes awful things and difficult things happen. But in general, you know, I don't believe we're here to suffer. I think we are here to win. Okay, what's the next thing I have? I'll mention that already. The forgiveness list. Okay, so I thought this was a cool idea. 
I think spirit dropped, yeah, spirit dropped it in for me a little while ago when I was um, talking about the stories we tell us. I think I was thinking about that. I don't even know. The fact is that I create a list before I'm going to have an episode like this. And then when I go to record it, I just bang through the list and tell you the things that, that are going on. I elaborate on the subject. So the idea of the forgiveness list, though, is that you would essentially think about all the things. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Spirit's talking to me in my ear. This forgiveness list isn't about people that we need to forgive. It's about forgiving ourselves for things. So for example, if you berate yourself and lose an entire night's sleep and miss out on having an amazing night with your family because you're worried about coworker number one not liking your email because they didn't say hi to you in the grocery store, then maybe forgive yourself for that. So the way to get started is super simple. Grab a piece of paper. Write down in dot points maybe the things you want to forgive yourself for. And then you can say, you can use the Ho'oponopono technique, which is, I'm sorry, I forgive you, thank you, I love you. Or you could just say, you know, I forgive myself for that. I learned the lesson and I'm letting it go. And then cross it off, like manually go, cross, done. And then say the other thing, okay. I forgive myself, I learned the lesson, I'm ready to let that go, cross it off. Do whatever words you feel right about, right? This is really a lot about you creating something that's gonna work for you. And then, but I like the idea of Xing it or putting a line through it or going, done with that, done with that, tick, tick, tick. And then safely burn that paper, get it gone, chuck it out, throw it out, whatever you wanna do, release it and be free. And I think that when we remember that we are these intentional energetic beings, well, when we are intentional, we really can shift that stuff. We really can do it ourselves. We can go, you know what? I am actually ready to be done with that and not repeat that again. Cross that out. Done with you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right? So that's just something that I wanted to share with you because I think it's a great idea. And I think it's really helpful to do the physical act of putting a line through it. Okay, one more thing today and then I'm going to wrap it. So I wanted to talk about the idea of canceling or deleting things that we say in our head or out loud. So for example, I've been really working on using my words carefully today when I was talking about anxiety and spiraling with myself. So I was saying things like working through or um, I think that was pretty much the main thing that I was saying. I can't remember exactly. But I really want to encourage you to be conscientious of the things that you tell yourself on a regular basis because what we continue to perpetuate really like kind of sticks with us (laughs) and then we have to really work through it to move it forward. So when we say things like, I really struggle with anxiety, it's like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to struggle with anxiety, right? Oh yeah. I get anxiety from time to time. Not a big deal. It, It, I am not anxiety, anxiety doesn't know me, or I'm working through my anxiety, or I'm working with my anxiety. I'm not saying to have the exact words figured out per se, but I just wanna encourage you to be aware of what you're telling yourself. So for example, I was talking with someone the other day and they were sick and they said, um, oh yeah, I keep telling myself I'll be better tomorrow. I'm like, well, If you tell yourself you'll be better tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. So what about I'm improving every day or I feel better all the time or, uh, you know, something like that. And 
one of the things that I don't think we do enough is correct our language, especially in real time. And I can imagine it would be very weird to have a conversation with someone if it was like, yeah, well, I'm getting better tomorrow. Oh, cancel that. I'm improving every day. That might be a little bit strange unless you know the person. For example, if you were talking to me, you would probably maybe expect that at this stage. However, if you're talking to someone else who maybe doesn't know that you're into that idea or uh, you've never met them before and they start doing that, it may be a little bit weird. But I really want to strongly encourage you to just go, oh, well, and just go, oh, cancel that or delete that, right? And then say what you mean instead. And I think sometimes what we do is we say the thing, for example, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be better tomorrow. I'm, you know, I'm improving tomorrow or, you know, whatever it is tomorrow, aka something that we, that never comes. One of the things sometimes we'll do is we'll go out loud. We'll say, oh yeah, well, I keep telling myself I'll be better tomorrow. And then you might say that out loud and go, oh shoot, that's not what I mean. I mean, I'm improving every day, right? And then you may not want to cancel that thought out loud. If you, if you really can't cancel your out loud, just go delete, delete, like in your head, delete, delete, or I always go cut, cut, clear, delete, 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 or cancel that, and then replace it if you can in your own head. I mean, it can be a little bit funny, I will say, because you might have gaps of silence where all of a sudden you go in your own head and work that out. But the, the lesson here and the message here is really a lot about the fact that we have to take ownership of our thoughts. And I find that we sometimes when we're speaking, we don't realize the things that we say. So for example, I'm bad with money. That's one that a lot of people say. Or, um, oh, I'm broke this week, right? That's another one. Or I think I told you before, I worked with somebody before and she, um, she's like, oh, I always make such bad decisions. I'm just going, whoa, delete that, delete that, right? And so it's just being mindful of the things that we say and think. And I think it's really practical and helpful to start to acknowledge and delete or cancel or trash the thoughts that we are saying that we don't want to perpetuate in our lives. Because that's just not the future that we want. And I think that the longer we allow those thoughts to sort of sit within us, they kind of stay with us. Whereas if we just go cancel that, delete that, this instead, then that gives us a little bit more freedom, a little bit more opportunity to really continue to grow into the person that we have to be in. We have less undoing that way of our mindset stuff. Okay, so... If you've listened up till here, wow, thank you so much for joining me on the journey. I do this podcast because I hope that it helps people. And uh, it really means a lot to me that you're here and that you take time out of your precious life to listen to me, especially when I'm just in a corner ranting about stuff. I really appreciate that. And I know that your time is precious and um, it's not lost on me that you're choosing to spend it hanging out. So thank you so much. If you haven't already, please, can you leave me a review or rate the podcast so that this podcast can get in the ears of more people? And please do share it with any of your friends. Also, if you want to find me over at Lauren Grace Inspirations, that lets you know about the different things that I get up to, including the Enlightened Efficiency Program, tells you a little bit about when I'm doing live readings. I also do bookings for readings, uh, mediumship, past life stuff, life purpose, business stuff. I'm getting people coming to me for lots of different reasons. So I really love that work. And um, 
yeah, thank you very much for being here. And I hope to see you at Soul Deep, Soul Deep Discussions next week. And uh, yeah, thank you again. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.